Welcome to episode 21 of my podcast. This will be a brief episode in which I say a few things about natural theology. I will be making use of some of the writing I have been doing for my thesis on new philosophical arguments for God. So what is natural theology? It may come as no surprise that natural theology has been variously described and defined. In the Blackwell Companion to Natural Theology, William Lane Craig and G.P. Moreland describe it as that branch of theology that seeks to provide warrant for belief in God's existence apart from the resources of authoritative propositional revelation. But in the same volume, Charles Taliaferro describes it as the practice of philosophically reflecting on the existence and nature of God independent of real or apparent divine revelation or scripture. Further, James Brent describes natural theology as a program of inquiry into the existence and attributes of God without reference or appealing to any divine revelation. But Nancy Frankenberry distinguishes two views or distinct sorts of natural theology. On the first view, natural theology is the attempt to establish rational theistic claims through observation and the use of human reason without recourse to purported special revelation. On the second view, natural theology is the activity of relating religion, science, history, morality, and sometimes the arts into a general worldview. Despite the divergence in descriptions of natural theology, it seems clear that someone is often considered to be doing natural theology if she offers arguments for the existence of a deity or for the deity having certain attributes which do not involve explicit appeals to divine revelation. This perhaps also makes clear why it is fitting to discuss natural theology in a thesis on new philosophical arguments for God. Generally, to make such arguments is to do natural theology, or something akin to it, and such arguments can be better understood against the backdrop of natural theology. Major figures of philosophy and theology are reckoned among the practitioners of natural theology, including the Greek philosopher Aristotle, the Islamic philosopher Ibn Sena, and the Christian philosopher Thomas Aquinas. Other famous names mentioned in this context include Plato, Anselm, Ibn Rushid, John Don Scotus, René Descartes, Gottfried Wilhelm Leibniz, and William Paley. Moreover, although historical discussions of natural theology tend to focus on Western and Middle Eastern figures, natural theology has also been identified further east. For example, Indian philosophers such as Udayana and Udyotakara advanced arguments considered arguments for God. Indeed, Andrew Chignell and Derek Pierreboom go so far as to suggest that religious thinkers and philosophers across almost every epoch and tradition, near Eastern, African, Asian, and European, have engaged the project of natural theology, either as proponents or critics. There have certainly been critics of forms of natural theology and or arguments for God. For instance, the Enlightenment philosophers David Hume and Immanuel Kant criticize arguments for God and have been viewed as noteworthy challengers or critics of forms of natural theology. Within recent Christian theology, the most famous critic of natural theology is perhaps the Swiss theologian Karl Barth, who seems to have held roughly that no human knowledge of God should be pursued or can be had apart from God's self-revelation in Jesus Christ. Barth's negative stance on natural theology has influenced other 20th century theologians, 
but has definitely not led to a total rejection of natural theology. Someone from another part of the world that might qualify as a critic of natural theology is the medieval Buddhist philosopher Ratnakirti. The broad historical development of Western natural theology has been sketched in various ways. According to Schignell and Peter Boom, in the West the most active discussions of natural theology were during the high medieval period and the early modern period. But they add that there has been a revival of natural theological debate in the public sphere in the past few decades. Helen de Cruz and Johan de Smet seem to view the pre-Christian classical period as a time of prominence of natural theology in the West, with natural theology becoming prominent again in the Middle Ages, first among Islamic theologians and then later among Christian writers. In their view, natural theology continued through the early modern period, declined in the late 19th century under the influence of methodological naturalism, but is now experiencing a revival, together with philosophy of religion. However, a similar decline narrative has been challenged by Russell Manning, who remarks that there seems to be a strong case that the true heyday of natural theology was the 19th century. Moreover, natural theology was not absent from the patristic period. For example, Tertullian and Gregory of Nazianzus appear to have argued for the existence of God without direct appeal to divine revelation. What we have seen of the history of natural theology thus far may give us an inkling that those advancing or critiquing arguments for God in our own time are doing something that is not entirely modern, whether or not they are conscious of this. Some may want to dismiss recent natural theology as a rationalistic post-enlightenment phenomenon, but as we have seen, contemporary natural theology has roots which go back into ancient times. In light of this, it may be tempting to dismiss recent natural theology as mere repetition of old arguments, but it is, I think, better to view recent natural theology as neither entirely novel nor entirely passé. Contemporary natural theology stands in a complex relationship to its past, which is beautifully illustrated by Edward Fazer's Five Proofs for the Existence of God, 2017, a book that defends arguments inspired by Aristotle, Aquinas, Leibniz, and others. Well, that is all for now. I hope this short episode has helped you get a better idea of what natural theology is and given you a glimpse of the history of natural theology. In a future episode, I hope to say some more things about recent natural theology in conjunction with a discussion of recent analytic philosophy of religion. Thank you for listening, and until next time.